One Fun, on point for today and the expert to talk about it. Welcome to the ETF of the week. Yes, it's the ETF of the week. And here's where you get the latest take from Tom Lydon, vice chairman at Vetify, a site and a company which has everything you need to be a smart, savvy, well-researched investor in exchange-traded funds. You can learn more at vetify.com. Tom Lydon, it's great to chat with you again. Great to be back. Thanks, Chuck. Your ETF of the week is... The Consumer Staples Select Sector Spider ETF, ticker symbol XLP. The XLP, the Consumer Staples Select Sector Spider ETF. Now, the consumer, Tom, is kind of in the market's crosshairs because you got inflation, you've got all kinds of things that people are talking about, yet this fund has kind of been flying high. So is this riding the trend or is this maybe going a little contrarian? Well, it's definitely riding the trend. I tell you, in researching this ETF, Chuck, it's unbelievable that it just hit an all-time high. Not for the year, but forever. And when you think about it, there's been a lot of concerns about the markets for sure, inflation, rising interest rates, the potential of recession. However, the bellwether of the stock market, as far as how the average investor is feeling, is all on what they spend at the market. Are they still buying beer and toilet paper? Well, they are in a big, big way. So when you look at companies like Procter & Gamble or Pepsi & Coke or Walmart, Target, all of these companies are actually doing pretty well. So what does that tell you? First and foremost, people are still shopping. We know that people are still spending. We're not too concerned yet about the amount of money that people have in credit card debt. And as we're seeing the Fed add their medicine to the marketplace and inflation is starting to come down, this may be a bellwether check for brighter times ahead. It's interesting to me because anytime you talk about consumer staples, take it away from the fund specifically and just say, you know, what do you think of consumer staples? The experts always say consumer staples are defensive. So with the market, the way it's been going, people have been feeling a need to play defense. That said, again, this is a pick that's been kind of forward thinking and ahead of the curve. So do you worry at all that we're so far over the 200-day moving average? Like normally it's, yep, play the 200-day moving average. But every now and again, You get something that is so far above the 200-day moving average that you've said, you know, from here, I might be more worried that it could go down. Why don't you have that risk and worry with this fund? Well, I can't predict, Chuck. It could go down, but it is above its 200-day average. And that's a positive sign as people are looking at the stock market. If you look at consumer staples in general being up, that's a positive thing not only for the stock market, it's also a positive bellwether for the economy. With that in mind, as investors are looking to go back into the market and they're starting to feel a little bit more confident, it's nice to be able to pick your spots. There may be areas or sectors in the S&P 500 that you may not feel as good about. However, if you look at, at the Staples area, I think you could feel good about it. And the whole thing about trend following here is, What you don't want to do 
is have a lot of money on the sidelines when maybe you wisely try to keep some of your powder dry over the last couple of years with all the uncertainty. But now, as areas are starting to trend in the right direction, and we are having positive response from the American consumer, this is an area to participate because people are still going to have to buy toilet paper and toothpaste and beer, right? Yeah, absolutely. And again, this one is so far above its 200-day moving average that the trend for anybody who's truly a 200-day moving average follower, you can see it it would take something major or something protracted to make it that you're going to get beaten out of this fund. Well, it would. So that's the thing. If you have, for example, 20% of your money on the sideline, this might be something to consider. And maybe you put 5% in with the idea that you just watch that 200-day average very, very closely. At the same time, even since we talked last week, market's still performing pretty well. It's beating consensus from an earnings standpoint. And most importantly, there are a lot of people that are concerned that, boy, the Fed has more work or we might have a harder landing from a recessionary standpoint than most people think. But consensus, for the most part, and we've been at this long enough, Chuck, usually isn't right. It's usually those that are going against the trend that tend to be in the right area. So with that in mind, I think the biggest thing that we can all consider at this point is just don't get caught on the sidelines if this is the beginning of a decent recovery. Now, if somebody wants to dig in on this fund, they will find lots of names that they recognize and lots of names that they will have in their portfolio. And we talk about this occasion when we're talking about asset allocation. But should somebody be using tools, whether it's Vetify's or somebody else's, to say, let's do a little portfolio x-ray, try to make sure I'm not buying a bunch of stuff I have? Or does that not really worry you? Because, well, every fund, every ETF is its own basket of stocks. I'll play them all individually, knowing that overall it's okay and a little bit of overlap is not going to kill me. Well, always look under the hood. It's great to have a ticker symbol that represents a certain sector or an asset class or an area of the world, but do your homework. And the best place to go is right to the source. Go to State Street. They own Spider ETFs, and they have a lot of great information, not only about the current makeup of the ETF, but I'll tell you, Matt Bartolini, who heads up the research aspect there, he's always writing some really neat and interesting things. Make sure you track him as well, because if you get on this mailing list, there's usually something really thoughtful every month that comes out, not only about the markets, but about areas of the markets. And they do a lot of work on sectors as well. So I couldn't recommend them enough. So it's the XLP. And again, more information and details from State Street, which runs the Select Sector Spiders. You can get that online as well. You can find links at vetify.com. But the ETF of the week, the XLP, the Consumer Staples Select Sector Spider. Tom, great stuff as always. Talk to you next week. Thanks, Chuck. The ETF of the week is a joint production between Vetify and Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. And yes, that's me. And you can learn all about my hour-long weekday podcast by going to moneylifeshow.com or by searching it wherever you find your favorite podcasts. To learn more about investing in exchange-traded funds, there's no better place than Vetify.com, a website that has everything you need to be a smart, savvy, and most importantly, well-informed investor. Vetify.com, on Twitter at Veta underscore Fi, and Tom Lydon, their vice chairman and my guest, is on Twitter too, at Tom Lydon. 
The ETF of the Week is here for you every Thursday. Follow along on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss one. We'll see you again next week. And until we do, happy investing.